You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout, as always, to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We got a big show for you. It is a football Friday, and I am joined, as always, by my man, the Manimal. He's on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam we are blowing up like a samsung 7 and you know what let me just start with this okay i've been talking smack about amari cooper for a long time and he put it in my eye last night okay 11 catches over 200 yards two touchdowns he absolutely went off and was was a game where a lot of people produced the raiders won it on the last play of the game or the second last play of the game or the third last play of the game whatever it turned out to be the last play of the game with a touchdown to Michael Crabtree as the Raiders stay in contention in the AFC West and yes Amari Cooper did in fact put it in my eye but I gotta tell you the truth though Amari Cooper had 44 points in PPR scoring last night he had 39.6 points combined in weeks one through six so maybe I wasn't crazy for thinking that there was something going on with Amari Cooper with all the drops and all the other stuff he was going on. And that brings me to our poll question. You know what we do here? We always got a poll question up on the Fantasy Freestyle. I want to know, after that performance, how do you respond? Do you sell? Do you sell high? Because this might be his best game of the year. It probably will be. Do you sell after that performance? Are you looking to buy Amari Cooper for the rest of the year, thinking that this is the beginning of a new trend and that a breakout is coming and he will return back to kind of high-end wide receiver two kind of status? Or are you someone who still needs to wait and see a little bit about Amari Cooper before you dive in with both feet? Trust me, I am not completely buying it yet, although I must admit Amari Cooper did put it in my eye. What I will also say, though, is the Raiders... They were home dogs last night. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle hashtag dropping stats over beats, you already know how much Speeds loves the home dogs. The Raiders won outright as a home dog last night. There are six other home dog scenarios. We're going to talk about them. I'm going to tell you which ones I like that you need to take the points you're getting from a team at home and at which ones where the team is just a dumpster fire and you need to lay the points and go with the favorite regardless. Later on in the show, we're also going to be joined by my man Chris the Ventra, Chris Ventra, the analyst. We're going to give you our DFS lineups for Week 7 as well over on FanDuel. I'm feeling really good about my lineup, so I'm going to let you guys know. And that's what we're here for, to help you win your leagues and win that cash. We're also going to get your calls at 844-843-6879. Hey, Renee in Connecticut, I hope you're listening because we're about to drop stats over your beats a little bit later on in the show. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Come on back. We got practice reports from around the NFL and which home dogs I like for week seven. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. 
If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez getting you ready for the weekend. A lot of things going on this weekend, okay? We got the tip-off weekend of the NBA going on. We got the, to be honest, we have the last game in MLS soccer before the playoffs. And, of course, you know, we have the ALCS where Game 6 kicks off in about an hour. Let's see if uh, Aaron Judge can all rise on the road for once. You know where I'll be watching. And, of course, we have Week 7 of the NFL season. This is a big time week in fantasy football, okay? Let's say you were 3 and 3 right now. You know, 4 and 3 looks a lot better than 3 and 4. At this point of the year, if you're 4 and 3, you go to 5 and 2, you go to 6 and 1, you are starting to think about your lineups for the playoffs. You are starting to, you know, not worry about the handcuffs and the buys as much. You're starting to look ahead to what your team will look like in weeks 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, and some of the news and notes around the NFL will help you get a W. So you can get into that situation. All right. First of all, I think this is important. Dirk Cutter is saying that Jameis will, in fact, start for the Tampa Bay Bucks against Buffalo this week. I got to tell you the truth. This worries me. I don't like this. I don't like this because, listen, Jameis has something right now, that AC joint in his throwing shoulder. I think this is something he's going to have to deal with for a while. I would have tried to just rest him and sit him and make him get 100%. Remember, the Tampa Bay Bucks do not have a bye for the rest of the season because they missed the first week of the season due to the um, the, the um, unfortunate circumstances around the hurricane, right? So they don't have a bye. He's going to have to week in and week out. He is going to have to deal with this. I would have liked them to sit him this week. This worries me because also the Buffalo Bills are one of the top defenses in the league in terms of points per game given up. This could be a tough non-conference road game for them anyway and then he could be a little bit banged up and having to manage that throughout the season. I would not be confident if I am a Jameis Winston owner. I don't know if I would have in my lineup. I would look for other opportunities. Here are the guys that have been removed from the practice report. These are guys that I think are okay to go in week 7. First First of all, you got Chris Hogan out there in New England. He had that rib issue from a big hit he took in the Jets game last week. Looks like he's all right. He's been removed from the injury report. Rob Kelly, fat Rob, like, whoa. Looks like he's going to be all right for Monday Night Football as the Washington football team takes on the Eagles in what could be a game, a battle for the top spot in the NFC East. And also, um, a lot of people were riding with guys like Austin Hooper, and Taylor Gabriel last week in Atlanta. Let me tell you something. I would temper my expectations for those two guys because Mohamed Sanu is coming back. And so as you know, it's a new day with Mohamed Sanu. Okay, you like that against the Patriots' pass defense, but now it's Sanu back. I expect him to be the number two wide receiver, so you may want to tamper expectations on a guy like Austin Hooper in the middle of the field or Tyler Gabriel. These are the guys that are still limited. These are the guys that are going to be questionable tags, people that you need to kind of um really keep your eye on when we're here on lineup lock live sunday morning with my man Corey parson the fantasy executive we talked to dr a from inside injuries these are some of the guys we're going to be talking about to see uh what we think about their prospects kelvin benjamin 
Uh, Ron Rivera says that he's probably more probable than questionable with that knee issue, but I do think that could be a problem, you know, um, for Carolina. DeMarco Murray has had that hamstring issue all week long. I actually think that Derrick Henry is going to be the lead back, even if Murray is out there this week. I can see a lot bigger share going to Derrick Henry. Leonard Fournette is a very interesting one. He's still battling that ankle injury. He got in limited work. They expect him to play. I disagree with this. I believe what they need to do because the Jaguars have a bye next week, and they're playing against the Colts, I do believe, right? And you got to figure maybe they can get past that game with Chris Ivory as their lead running back. I would give Leonard Fournette a chance to rest up. It does not necessarily look like that's what the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing. Jeremy Macklin is also going to be a real game-time decision, it looks like, with that shoulder injury. And it does look like Willie Sneed is going to get out there for a little bit more work than he had last week as he comes back from a hamstring and, of course, that suspension. Here are the guys that did not practice. I would worry about these guys. Devontae Parker missed his sixth practice in a row. It does not look like he is going to play against the Jets. Could mean a lot more targets for a guy like Jarvis Landry. Delaney Walker is trending in the wrong direction. Went from limited to DNP today. Okay, He might be another candidate of someone who they could rest because they have a Week 8 bye. It could be Jonu Smith out there for a lot more opportunity in Tennessee. Delaney Walker may not go this week. Mike Wallace, they say he's going to play, but why? Honestly, I'm fading this Baltimore offense altogether. I'm fading every part of this Baltimore offense. Why? Because they are in Minnesota this week, and that defense has looked strong. And really, am I getting behind Joe Flacco and that offense right now? Nah, no, I'm not. Keenan Allen, this is also an interesting one and a new one. He got injured in practice yesterday, okay? And then today, did not practice. They say it's a shoulder injury, okay? That is trending in the wrong direction. Keep an eye out on that. And here's the thing. The Chargers, they're at the no-fly zone anyway going against the Denver Broncos. So this may be a week that you could sit Keenan Allen. All right, let's keep it going here. here. I told you guys about... uh, Thursday Night Football and how the main thing was that Amari Cooper put it in my eye. I completely understand. I completely acknowledge. I've been down on Amari Cooper. I didn't say you should cut him. I did say, however, you should bench Amari Cooper. And so if you have the 44 points from Amari on your bench, you can get at me. I had someone on Twitter tell me when Amari Cooper was going off that they must have heard me and used some of Speeds the Spitting Statistician as bulletin board material out there in Oakland. Same with Tyree Kill. I thought this was going to be more... Uh, Kelsey, I thought this was going to be more Hunt. It turned out that Tyreek Hill popped off with another long touchdown. I also thought, here's the thing, I want to, you know, okay, fine. Amari put it in my eye, okay? I, I, I acknowledge that. I admit that. You know, I still agree, however, with the 59% of people in the poll right now that say what you should do with Amari Cooper is sell off this big game, that it probably is his best game of the season. But here's the other question. Here's the other person I want to talk about. Marshawn Lynch. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing, bro? After two carries for nine yards, you come on in there when these guys hit your quarterback late. But just because the guy who did it was Marcus Peters, who's your boy from Oakland, you run out onto the field from the sidelines to try to protect the opposing player when your offensive line is getting in his ass? What are you doing? And then to compound things, you push the ref, which causes your ejection. Let me ask you something. What are the big images you remember of Marshawn Lynch this year with the Raiders? One of him getting ejected and the other of him dancing on the sidelines. Listen, I ran the numbers on him and uh, Jalen Richard. 
Jalen Richard has 311 scrimmage yards this year. Marshawn Lynch, 304. Jalen Richard has 49 fantasy points this year. Marshawn Lynch, 46. What are we really doing with this Marshawn Lynch thing? I'm telling you, maybe it gets better in the second half, but if I'm a Marshawn Lynch owner, I'm starting to shop Marshawn Lynch because I think he still carries name value, you know, and I think I might be able to get something back from him. Do it now while you still can. I also want to ask you about Kareem Hunt, guys, because, you know, after he had six touchdowns in his first three games— he hasn't scored since. Okay, and don't get me wrong. He's still getting like 15 points a game without scoring. So he's still definitely a top five running back, I know. But I had people at the beginning of the season being like, yo, Kareem Hunt or Le'Veon Bell. And I was like, chill, bro. Go with Le'Veon Bell. It's all this recency bias, okay? okay? And since those first three amazing games where he got into the end zone twice per game, hasn't scored since. So maybe the league is making something of an adjustment on how to play the Kansas City Chiefs. And remember, I believe they have Denver up next, okay? And that running defense is strong as well. So you may, may... Want to start to downgrade Kareem Hunt? You're obviously still starting him in your season long. You're not, like, shopping him or trading him or anything like that. But just keep an eye on this. Is this the new normal when it comes to Kareem Hunt and the Kansas City Chiefs? All right. As I told you, there were seven home dogs this week. The Raiders have already made it 1-0. You know how much I love the home dogs here. I'm going to start to tell you about what I think about some of these home dogs. We're going to be up against the break, so we're going to keep it going with the home dogs. But then after that, what we're going to do is we're going to open up the phone lines at 844-843-6879 so y'all can holler at me and I can try and help you get a win for Week 7. The first home dog is the Bears. They're getting three against the Panthers. The Bears have been feisty at home. They beat Pittsburgh. They should have beat Atlanta, if you remember that, dropped in the end zone, that kind of thing. Trubisky, I think he's going to have the fans behind him. I think they're going to try to run the ball a lot. I think they're going to try and run, run, run against the Panthers. And I'm still not sold on this renaissance of Cam Newton in the new offense, okay? I think the Panthers might win a close one here, but I think it could be like a 21-20. It could be a 2017 kind of game. I think with the Bears, you fade them like crazy when they're on the road, but at home, they're feisty. I'm going to take the points and the Chicago Bears. Here's one where I'm going to lay the points. Cleveland Browns are getting six at home against the Tennessee Titans. This is also one of the biggest point spreads of the week. If you remember last week, there were like four double-digit point spreads. You remember like Atlanta was like a 12-point favorite. They lost outright. Denver was like a 13-point favorite. They lost outright. The books have learned there are no big spreads this week. The six for the Browns are the best, but they are a dumpster fire right now. They are blunt guts trash. I think Tennessee needs that game. I think they go into Cleveland and get a W, all right? So when we come back, check this out. I'm going to give you some of my thoughts on the other home dogs. We're going to open up the phone lines at 844-843-6879. Holler at your boy Speeds. Let's help you get a win for week seven. You know what it is. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Call me now. Henry. Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, where we are hashtag dropping stats over beats. And this beat specifically is brought to us by one of our listeners. It is Renee in Connecticut, who sent us a couple of beats, you know, wanted to be part of the cypher. So we're dropping it right now on a football Friday here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Before we went to break, I told you about how I like the Bears being feisty at home, getting three points against the Panthers, but that I am off the Cleveland Browns because they continue to defecate the mattress, continue to be winless. They don't know who they want at quarterback Deshaun Kaiser looks like a turnover machine I mean the guy had an 18 QBR before he was pulled and then all of a sudden he watches one game from the sidelines and Hugh Jackson thinks he's a changed man I don't buy it I'm taking the Titans to go in there and cover there's a couple of other home dogs I want to get to before we open up the phone lines and there's still room guys so if you want to holler at me you can at 844-843-6879 next one is the Packers the Packers are home dogs. They are getting four points at Lambeau. Let me tell you this. I understand how people, if they want to not touch this game with a 10-foot pole because you got to wait for Brett Hundley. I think Brett Hundley is going to be okay. I actually think Brett Hundley is going to be okay. I think the weapons he has on the outside are going to really help him. I think the Saints pass defense can be had as usual. Give me the Packers with four points in Lambeau Field. I think that crowd is going to be uh, supporting Brett Hundley. And also... He came in cold last week. They have a week of practice, take all the first-team reps. I wouldn't be surprised if they figured some things out that they can do, and I would not be surprised if the Packers moved the ball, and they're getting more than a field goal at home. we got to look up when the last time that was that ever happened. So i got to take the Packers plus the four. The other one that I'm going to ask you about here, I'm going to talk about is the Colts. They are getting three-and-a-half points against the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. I know everybody loves the Jags. Everybody's hot team is the Jags. You know, Saxonville getting pressure. If you listen to the Best Friends Forever, they got like the Cat Scratch Fever as a nickname for their secondary. So it looks like T.Y. Hilton's going to catch the fever this week. All right, big shout-out to my man Mike Florio and Frank Stanfield and, of course, Sussmania, Greg Sussman out there on Best Friends Forever. You got to check them out, okay? Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way you can get everybody 24-7, and it is free. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to take the points here. I don't think the Jaguars put up a lot of points. I think Leonard Fournette is banged up. Why am I going to ride with Blake Bortles as a road favorite? I think the Colts are a better offense with Jacoby Brissett under center. I think the Colts have been good at home. I think in these division matchups, maybe Jacksonville wins, but it's, it's three and a half. I like the hook. I think the hook could be important here. Give me the Colts plus three and a half. The next one is the San Francisco 49ers. They are getting six points at home against Dallas. This is tied for the biggest spread of the week. I like San Francisco in this one. That Cowboys defense, I think, can be had. Their secondary allows people to run free. No Sean Lee there for defense anyway. And the Niners have been close in a lot of games, okay, overtime in a couple of games. Maybe they lose, but... But I think six points is way too many. And I'm going to be looking at that Iowa-Hawkeye combination of C.J. Beathard to my man George Kittles and Bits. I like that combination. I think they get in the end zone once this week. I could see a close game here as well. So if you're going to give me six points... I will take the home team in that one. And the last one is the New York Giants are giving, or excuse me, they're getting four and a half at home against Seattle. Did the Giants just play their best game? though against Denver on Sunday night. I'm not sure. They have the Sunday night, then they travel back home. Seattle coming off a bye. I know it's west to east coast travel, but something in me says that the Giants are still not good. Their offensive line is still not good. Yes, Sterling Shepard comes back, but I could see Seattle coming in here and making a statement. 
um, to stay in pace with the Rams in the NFC West. I'm passing on this one, so I'm not touching the Giants. I like the Niners plus six. I like the Colts plus three and a half. I like the Packers plus four. I am taking no part of the Cleveland Browns, and I do think the Bears plus three can be feisty. Listen, some of these sound crazy, but these home dogs come in all the time. Everyone thought Kansas City was going to go in there and dominate last night, and it didn't really happen. All right, it's time to get to the phone lines right here. It's my favorite part of the show where we holler at the Fantasy Freestyle Cypher, dropping stats over beats. Let's open up the phone lines and see if we can help people out, get a W in week seven, a crucial week in the middle of the buys where contenders stamp themselves. We started off with Pete. Pete is in Shaolin, Staten Island right here. S-I-N-Y. How can Speeds help you out here for week seven? What's up? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. How you doing, babe? All right. Um, a couple of things. Uh, we talked about the quarterbacks uh, the other night that I needed to pick yeah. up in, a, in an order. I picked up um, Case Keenum and Huntley. Okay. Okay. I'm in a TPR, number one. Okay. So, uh, there's three spots I wanted to talk about. First off, out of those two, which one should I start? Okay. Second, I have a wide out spot here between Rashad Matthews and Adam Thielen. Oh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. I'll tell you that right away. Adam Thielen, it's not even close. I'm also, listen, I I, I think Brett Hundley could be okay. I think with a week of practice, Brett Hundley could be okay. Okay, so I'm going with Hundley and I'm going with uh, Thielen for sure. But then again, Keenum's the other one, right? So maybe you want to stack Keenan up with Thielen. That's an option just because you have um, Adam Thielen as well. And what's the third one? The third one is uh, Severian Jenkins or Evan Ingram. I like Austin Safarian Jenkins. He's getting consistent targets. He's getting consistent targets. I think the Seahawks are a little bit better against the tight end. I know Evan Ingram popped off last week, but I think with the return of Sterling Shepard in that offense, I think he's going to get less targets. Austin Safarian Jenkins has been getting consistent targets for the Jets. I like him against Miami. I like him also to get into the end zone. So to recap, Austin Safarian Jenkins is where I'd go. I definitely would go Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen has the potential to be a wideout one this week, especially Pete, because Stefan Diggs looks like he's going to miss his second straight game. And I would say it's okay with uh, Brett Hundley, but if you want to stack up Keenum with Thielen, I like that as well. And Pete, thanks for the call out there in Shaolin. Holler at me next week. Let me know how you did. We keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. The next caller up is Logan in Michigan. Logan in Michigan, what's going on? You're on the uh, line with Speeds on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you? Hey, thanks, man. Uh, big fan of the show. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Uh, I'm in a few leagues. This is a eight-team PPR league. Eight-team uh, PPR. Questions, You've got great options in an eight-team league. Come on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a trade and a lineup question. Fire away. My lineup question this year or for this week. I have a wide receiver two and a flex. Mm-hmm. Or I need a wide receiver two and a flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Doug Baldwin, and Alvin Kamara. Uh, I like Landry for sure because I don't think Devontae Parker is going to play with that ankle injury. So I think we get a ton of targets for Jarvis Landry. And if you're in a PPR league, you got to love Jarvis Landry. Outside of that, I like Kamara as well. I like Kamara because also it's a PPR league, right? And I think that the Saints, like you know, if he's on your team, he's gotten what, like 10 targets a game over the last couple of games? They traded away um, Adrian Peterson because they wanted to give more snaps to Alvin Kamara. So I like Alvin Kamara and I like Jarvis. Jarvis Landry, what's your trade question? All right. Uh, I made a trade, Devontae Adams and Ty Montgomery for Michael Thomas. He hasn't actually accepted it yet, but wasn't sure if I should go through with that or not. I might be overreacting to the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, but wasn't sure what you thought. 
Uh, here's the deal. I, I, I'm not saying you're not overreacting to the Aaron Rodgers thing, but wh- while I would be okay with one of them, I don't know if all of a sudden the Packers, I want to own you know both of these guys, right? So I would have been cool with trading one of them away um, because I can understand divesting on Green Bay a little bit. I don't think it's crazy. I think Michael Thomas is a wide-out one, so I think you did fine. It's not crazy, but you know, don't go too far. It looks like you were trying to get away from all of your Packers, and like I said, I think they could be serviceable. I, maybe what I would do is I'd pull that trade and see how they look this week and see if you really want to propose that again maybe next week, all right, Logan? But uh, definitely, I like the Jarvis Landry and I like the uh, Alvin Kamara, all right? Hope you have a good weekend. Uh, you know, Good luck to you in week seven. Let's Keep it moving here. Uh, stats over beats. We got James in Austin. James in Austin wants to talk to me about some wide receivers, it looks like. What's up? You're on this Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, what's up? I just want to say I love the show. Thank you so much, man. Okay, so I'm in a 10-team standard league. Okay. I'm starting Antonio Brown. So I have Des Bryant, Adam Thielen, D-Jax, and Mohamed Sanu. I need to know who would be my two and who would be my flex. Sure, I like Adam Thielen for sure. A lot of people, you listen to guys, Adam Thielen is going to break out this week. Again, no no Stefan Diggs, so I love Adam Thielen. And then the other one I'll, got, I'll give you is I, I'll put uh, Des Bryant in the flex, okay? Remember, my thesis on Des Bryant is that when he faces elite cornerbacks, he disappears. But San Francisco doesn't have an elite cornerback. So I like Des Bryant a little bit this week. I would go Thielen and Des to pair up with Antonio Brown, James. That's where I would go ahead of a guy like Deshaun Jackson because I don't even know what's up with Jameis' shoulder. I don't know if he's going to finish the game. So that worries me. So give me Des. Give me Adam Thielen. Trey in Memphis, you're up next on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Uh, yo, what's up, bro? Chilling. Uh, I got a nah, yeah yeah. I got a question, uh DST question. Um I'm thinking about like Pittsburgh against Andy Dalton and AJ Green or maybe like the Rams against Caution. Uh which one you liking? I like the Pittsburgh defense a little bit better. I like the Pittsburgh defense. They've been good against the run and good against the pass. I think they are third in the NFL, both against the run and against the pass. Um, the Rams defense with Arizona. Arizona is different and more balanced with Adrian Peterson, so I would stay away from that. And weird things happen in London, if you know what I'm saying, man. So I'd stay away from that. I would go with Pittsburgh, all right? Thanks for the call. We got time for one more. Let's go to uh, Jason in Cali. Jason in Cali, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats. Give me your question real quick because we're up against the break. All right, man. I'm trying to fill a flex spot yep. in a standard. Um, I got either Gore, Smallwood, or Bilal Powell. And you said it's a standard league? Yeah. All right. I'll go with Frank Gore. Okay, Smallwood is better in a PPR option. LeGarrette Blunt is your standard guy over there, okay? Smallwood is good because he's taking that Darren Sproles role, so that's much better in PPR format. Bilal Powell, he's coming back, so Matt Forte is still there as well. Give me Frank Gore, especially because I think he's getting goal line work because uh, Robert Turbin is out. Kenny in Colorado, I couldn't get to you, but you wanted to talk to me about Amari Cooper. I got it wrong. I admit it. I got it wrong. When we come back, though, on Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to be joined by my man Chris Ventra. We're going to talk DFS lineups for Week 7. It's Dane Martinez and the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. 
Network. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Hi, I'm Aaron Judge, and you're listening to the Fanny Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. We're dropping stats over beats. We got time for one more caller, and I think I might have to take some medicine on this one. It's Kenny in Colorado, and he wants to talk to me about Amari Cooper. So if you're a friend of the show, you know what's about to happen. Uh, Kenny in Colorado, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Oh, no, no, no. So first of all, I agree with you about selling high. I recently just traded away Amari Cooper last night. Nice. For Doug Baldwin and for Isaiah Crowell. I like so that. So I cashed in on that one. Yeah, I like uh, that. My question was actually a, a flex a flex question and a defense question. All right. So first of all, I recently uh, sold high on Will Fuller, too. I traded Jordy Nelson for Will Fuller. Nice. I don't know if that was a good idea or a bad idea yet, but my question is, I got, since I'm stacked at wide receiver, I'm starting Jordy Mills and Michael Thomas, and I'm, I'm sort of between starting Doug Baldwin or Joe Mixon at my flex position. Fair enough, man. Here's what the thing is. And first of all, I like that you sold Fuller as well. You know, he's not going to score two touchdowns a game every time, right? I think Doug Baldwin is the safer play. It sounds like you got a pretty good squad, all right? Um... Kenny, so what I think you need to do is you need to go with the safe option. I think Doug Baldwin is the safe option. Joe Mixon coming off the bye. They make these things. But listen, the Pittsburgh run defense has been surprisingly good. And Mixon hasn't really gotten off just yet, even though the new offense coordinator, Laser, has been feeding him the ball. It's been like 18 carries and 19 yards. So I think Doug Baldwin is the safer play, has the safer floor. I'd put him in your flex spot. And th- thanks for the call, Kenny. You are reinforcing what I was saying about selling on uh, Amari Cooper. And let's check out that poll question real quick. Right now, 59% of you do, in fact, agree with me and say sell huge on Amari Cooper after that Thursday night game. All right. What I want to tell you guys about first is uh, Fantasy Factor, okay? What a website is Fantasy Factor. I love Fantasy Factor for my DFS because they're all single-entry contests, okay? When I play on some of the big sites, I'm going up against guys that have 20, 50, 100 lineups. You know, it's just it seems unfair if you want to know the truth. Go to www.fantasyfactor.com. Single-entry contests, smaller prize pools, flatter prize pools, smaller contests. If you're just getting started and dipping your toe in the water, I recommend fantasyfactor.com. And they're also doing a $50 free roll every week. You can enter a contest, get a $50 for free. I like it. www.fantasyfactor.com. All right. We're going to talk a little bit of DFS right now for week seven. We're bringing in my man, Chris Ventra, the analyst. What's going on? It's your boy. How you feeling, Chris, today? Good. What's up, Speeds? How you doing? We're doing all right. Let's get it going here. We got condensed time, okay, Chris? So let's get right at it. My quarterback, I think you're silly if you go anywhere else. I'm going Matty Ice, Matty De Yellow against uh, that New England Patriots pass defense in a primetime spot where I know they have a little revenge on their mind. I got Matt Ryan. I'm stacking him with Julio Jones, and that's the first thing I did in my lineup. Where are you going at quarterback? I'm right there with you. Nice. I'm going Matty Ice and Drew, but Andrew Brees. I'm doing Matty Ice, Drew Brees, basically all my lineup. So you got heavy shares of Matt Ryan and heavy shares of Drew Brees. I'm hearing from my man, the Tony Sincata, that it might be raining up there in Lambeau. I know Drew Brees isn't used to being outside of the Dome. Does that give you any cause for pause? 
It does, it does. But I, I really feel like um, without Rodgers, these Saints are going to get the ball a lot and have plenty of opportunities to score. Right. So I think he's going to throw for at least a couple of touchdowns, probably three. Fair enough, but Chris and I agree that Matt Ryan is the number one play in DFS this week. you got to pay 8700 on FanDuel for him, but I love this matchup against the New England Patriots who enter 32nd ranked, that's last if you don't know, against the pass in the NFL. Hey, uh, Chris, at running back, I usually like to find some PPR guys, you know, because I think I get value there, half point PPR at FanDuel, full point over at DraftKings, and I had Jarek McKinnon in my lineup, but the Tony Sincata convinced me of a few things, so I switched it up a little bit, um, and so what I did is I have what I think are workhorses that I think are going to get 25 carries and a touchdown this week. I got Jordan Howard at 6,800 and Ezekiel Elliott at 8,700. Those are my two running backs. What do you think? Who you got? I like that. Um, I'm actually I'm paying up for one. I'm going Devonta Freeman, okay. uh, especially with Matt Ryan stack. And then I'm also doing. I'm going a little down here. I'm going with Alvin Kamara. I, I don't know how much how how much longer he'll be this cheap right. throughout the season. I, I honestly think he's going to start exploding. Yeah, I mean, start exploding. He kind of already has. He has like ten catches one game, ten targets. They traded Adrian Peterson so that Alvin Kamara could get a little bit more snaps. I like that as well. Once again, though, you're going Drew Brees and Kamara in a game where I expect there to right. be rain. You better pray to the weather gods, all right there, Chris. Where are you going at wide out, my friend? All right, so I'm doing Julio Jones just like right. you and most of my lineups. We're stacking them up. I'm also going Michael Thomas with the Drew Brees stack. So you're heavy. Uh, you are heavy on Falcons and Saints this week. Is that right? Yes, heavy Falcon Saints. And then I'm also going with my third wide receiver, Brandon Cook, because I also think New England's going to put up a lot of points this game. I think it's going to be a shootout. You expect a shootout on Sunday night football? You expected maybe the Falcons to get up big and then the Patriots to come on back? Where have we seen that before? <laughs> All right, fair enough. So let me uh you're going you're going with Julio Jones, you're going with Michael Thomas, and you're going with Brandon Cooks, it sounds like. Alright, here are my wide receivers for the cipher. Let me give out my wide receivers for week seven of the DFS season. As you know, because I have Matt Ryan, I'm stacking him with Julio Jones at 8,800. Then I'm going with Demarius Thomas this week, Chris, at 7,100. I had Adam Thielen in there at first, but I think he's going to be so heavily owned that I'm looking to zig when everybody else is zagging a little bit. Give me DT because Mm -hmm. Manny Sanders is out. I like this matchup against the Chargers, and I think that Demarius Thomas is just going to be a target monster. I wouldn't be surprised if Demarius Thomas had 14 targets and converts some of those into targets. Touchdowns. I like Demarius Thomas at 7,100. My last wideout. Here's my punt play, Chris. I'm going off the off the beaten path here. I think he's going to be not highly owned. And when I look at the Arizona Cardinals defense, Patrick Peterson has been a beast. Patrick Peterson is locking down the number one wide receiver of opposing teams, but. The rest of that secondary is giving up a lot of production to wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes that are facing them. So I look at this game, Arizona against the Rams in London. Sammy Watkins has been on a milk carton for the last couple of weeks anyway, and I think Patrick (coughs) Peterson is on him, and I think they take away Sammy Watkins. So it's going to be Jared Goff going other places. So for only 5,500 on FanDuel, give me Robert Woods. Robert Woods has been productive. He's been stable over the last couple of games. 
games, seven catches, eight catches, things like that. Let me bring up his stats. At only 5,500, I like what he's been getting. Listen, his last couple of games, seven targets, eight targets, six targets, seven targets. I like that. And against this Arizona Cardinals secondary, that's not Patrick Peterson. I think he could do some work. So give me Julio Jones, Demarius Thomas, and Robert Woods as my three wideouts. Hey, uh, Chris, I'm hearing a lot of people liking cheap tight ends this week in week seven. Are you also on a bargain tight end? Yes, absolutely. Especially since I paid up for my wide receivers. I'm going George Kittle against yeah! you. That's what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> oh, in agreement boy. with you. I'm ringing the bell on George Kittle's and bits right here. Why'd you go to Kittle? Um, I, you know, I've been listening to obviously you a lot. I know the, the connection between CJ Bethard yeah, and Yeah, little Iowa Hawkeye. Right, right. And, uh, you know, he's been pretty consistent. He's got a decent floor, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a punt play, and he's still relatively cheap. He's only $4,800. So I, I like that play. I think he could easily have a touchdown in, you know, five, six catches. 70-plus yards, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Check this out. Ever since Bethard's been there, like, in the beginning of the season, look, two targets, three targets, three targets. Then in the last two games, nine targets and eight targets. That is connected to C.J. Bethard. They're going with the young kids. They're going with the youth movement. That's Bethard. That's Kittle. I would also not be surprised if in the next couple of weeks you start to see Matt Breida also uh, be in a legitimate timeshare with Carlos Hyde as the San Francisco 49ers are going to have to look to see what they have. I love George Kittle at 4,800 this week. I like the Iowa connection. Absolutely. Hey, Chris, I have a feeling we may have a similar defense. I'm going with the Purple People Eaters at 4,700, the Minnesota Vikings. This Baltimore offense has been blunt guts trash. They've been defecating the mattress. Joe Flacco has not done anything. The Ravens scored two touchdowns last week. It was a punt return for a touchdown and a kickoff return for a touchdown. Minnesota's defense has been great at home. They are at home this week. Baltimore in a tough non-conference road spot. Terrence West banged up. Mike Wallace banged up. Ben Watson banged up. I don't know how they're going to score. I like some turnovers and sacks of Flacco as well. Give me the Minnesota Vikings at 4,700. Where are you going, Chris? I love that, and that's what I really wanted to do, but I didn't have, in this lineup, enough money to pay for them, so I had to go a little lower, and I'm going with my G-Men. Okay, the really? Giants against Seattle at home. Yeah, because I, honestly, I think Seattle on the road isn't nearly as good of a team. True. And you know what? Uh, I mean, their offense isn't that great. You know, their offensive line is bad. I think the Giants are starting to come along on defense. Last week they looked great. So I think maybe they stay hot and they have a couple turnovers, maybe even a touchdown defensively this game. All right, fair enough. You're taking the G-men. So what are you going to feel like when Seattle not only wins that game but scores a lot? I know you're a Giants fan, (laughs) and then it's going to hurt your DFS lineup. That's like double double the problems, huh? It is double power, but they're cheap. They're 4200 and I had to go that low. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to fit those wide receivers that I have in my lineup. So fair enough. I had fair to go enough. somewhere. I, I accept it. Hey, Chris, before you jinx us, because when you text me about our Yankees, you jinx us, <laughs> what do you like? You think, uh, you think the Yanks can win the pennant tonight against Verlander? I think they will. I really think they will tonight. I think they're going to close it out. All right, been fair too enough. Hot as of late, and I think fair enough. I got my all-rise gavel right here in the studio, and if you're watching on YouTube, you know I'm giving a thumbs down right there for D.D. Gregorius and the rest of the New York Yankees. Hey, Chris, I'll see you back on uh, nice. Monday. Have a great weekend, all right, my friend? 
You too. Have a good weekend, bro. All right, sounds good. Hopefully we all win because we had a couple guys in common, okay? So if Matt Ryan and Julio Jones pop off and George Kittle gets into the end zone, maybe Venture and I will both be happy. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how you could be a hero and help fight blood cancer. And my guy Danny downstairs in the Fantasy Sports Dungeon is going to give me one or two of the best questions from the YouTube stream. I'm going to help even your YouTubers get a W in Week 7. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle. Jameis will, in fact, start for the Tampa Bay Bucks against Buffalo this week. I got to tell you the truth. This worries me. I don't like this because, listen, Jameis has something right now, that AC joint in his throwing shoulder. I think this is something he's going to have to deal with for a while. I would have tried to just rest him and sit him. The Tampa Bay Bucks do not have a bye. I would not be confident if I am a Jameis Winston owner. I don't know if I would have him in my lineup. I would look for other opportunities. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a little Obi Trice. Hopefully she got some teeth. As we come back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, dropping stats over beats with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. I got to tell you, how much do I love the Fantasy Freestyle Cypher? Big shout out to Dez. Dez underscore 99. Hit me up real quick on the break. Let me know that Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens may actually be expected back for that Dallas defense this week against San Francisco. Thanks for the info out there, Dez. I'm going to tell you something. I still love George Kittle in my lineups this week. And as you know, we had a poll question up. Uh, what do you guys think we should do with Amari Cooper? And I find it interesting. Still, 58% of you want to sell off his big Thursday night football game. 22% say you want to buy because you think a breakout is coming and 20% say ask me after week 8 they want to wait and see a little bit more Clayton Trahan saying we've seen him be inconsistent for two years now large enough sample size where you can't still trust him the rest of the way Uh, release the Kraken saying that uh, they'll just let the Cooper owner enjoy it. You don't want to even mess with it. A lot of people saying they are selling and that you're not out of the woods just yet. He has still dropped a ton of balls. Real quick, let me tell you guys, if you don't know, you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're doing this promotion with DKMS to help fight blood cancer. What you could do is go to DailyRoto.com or RotoExperts.com slash DKMS. We're doing free DFS contests. If you win, you go to the finals in Week 17. You win that. You get two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. You also learn a little bit more about how you can help the fight against blood cancer. Register to be a bone marrow donor. You could register to be a blood donor. It's very simple. You swab your inner cheek. You send it off. And then if you're a match, they help you up. They hook you up so you can help someone out, really, who's struggling. And even if you lose at DFS, you win at life. And that's what I like. All right. Check this out. We got our boys downstairs in the Fantasy Sports Dungeon. They're going to give me some of the questions there on the live YouTube stream. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening, calling, following, liking, all that stuff. Hit that little like button right there. Hey, Danny, what's going on? What's uh, What are the people asking there in that YouTube stream? What's up, Dan? Chilling, hey. baby. So uh, we got multiple people asking this particular question. All right, what's up? Should I start Cam Newton or Marcus Mariota? Ooh. <sighs> That is a good question. Look at you picking out the good ones real quick, huh? Yeah. Danny, I like that. Here's the thing. Mariota 
I would say Mariota, but I'm a little bit worried about what happens in this run game. You know, his, he gets a lot of his points, you know, exotic smash mouth running the ball. And as we saw with his, his hamstring, he's not right just yet, you know, running the ball. He's going to try and win from the pocket, and it's against Cleveland. So if they get up, then I think they just turn the ball, and turn around and hand it off a lot. So I'm off Mariota. Give me Cam Newton at Chicago. I think he's going to have to throw the ball because they don't run anymore. Jonathan Stewart hasn't done Jack, there are little dump downs to Christian McCaffrey. He's hitting up, you know, Funches. Give me Cam Newton in that one. All right, Danny. Danny, we got time for one more question. I can't believe I've been telling everybody to get off Cam Newton, then all of a sudden now he's my choice. But it's mostly because of the injury to Mariota. I go Cam Newton. We got time for one more, Danny. All right, sounds good. Uh, so, Dez or Thielen? Oh, Adam Thielen. I'm taking Adam Thielen this week. I like Dez. I also I like Dez even more when I thought the Zeke Elliott cloud was hanging over them. But now I think they go a little, little bit more pounding the rock with Zeke Elliott. I love Adam. I'm feeling myself this week, okay? Because um, Stefan Diggs is out, and I think Adam Thielen is going to get the targets. I like Adam Thielen as a wide receiver one this week as they play against the Baltimore Ravens. Thanks to everybody. Hey, thanks, Danny, for the questions. Thanks to my man, the Manimal, Chris Bavona down there. Thanks to Chris Ventra. But most importantly, thanks to all y'all who hit me up at 844-843-6879. Thanks to the Cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats on Twitter, hitting me up all the time. This weekend, I'm going to try and get you guys back as much as possible on Twitter. But if you really want my thoughts, holler Sunday morning on Lineup Lock Live, 9 a.m. to kickoff, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And it'll be your boy Dane Martinez holding you down. And then when we're back on Monday, we'll take a look back, see where Speeds was right, where Speeds was wrong. Hopefully you get a W. Good luck to everybody, especially my New York Yankees. We might be in the World Series when I see you next. Peace.